Okay, hi everybody, it's Courtney and Jaya, and we're here with another episode of our mini podcast, Reality Check, and that's where we talk about Five for Fuel and um, how it went over the last week and if it went, and you know, maybe this is the first time we even thought about it, (laughs) but sometimes not. So Jaya, could you read our questions that we're attempting to ask ourselves? It's very early in the morning. <laughs> it feels very yeah. early to me, but it's even earlier for you. Um, it is. So, and we both sound froggy. So we let's see. Terrible. The questions, well, you also have your <laughs> cough right now or your lungs. Um, yeah. All right. So questions for five for fuel are, what are my body's unmet needs and how do I know? Uh, how have I supported my body in the last day and how do I know? And then moving forward, how can I best support myself? Um, yes, three questions. So do you want to start? Did you do it at all? I'm going to start and I'm happy to you just move. <laughs> I just moved and I'm in the house. I'm sitting in the new house or yeah. And it's like this downgrade upgrade experience where, um, some things are better and some things are not, but like, mm-hmm. it's a weird, which I think is probably always the case, but like interesting yeah. things. It's actually, I'm enjoying it because the parts that are the downgrade are reminding me of kind of Europe and the East Coast. Like my appliances mm-hmm. are smaller. My, the outdoor spaces around here, because I live in a, a townhome community now, mm-hmm. which was deliberate for a lot of reasons. And um, the outdoor spaces, even though they're really small, are very well taken care of and like carefully done there's like wind chimes and fountains and every every family's like unique little stamp on that space um so that feels really good and the house feels really good especially because the bedrooms are a major highlight for the big girls they have really nice rooms with these high Mm -hmm. ceilings um and I am so used to living in Texas where open floor plans, and I think this is probably everywhere now, is really a part of the the deal. Like you want it to be opened up. And this place is pretty compartmentalized. Um, And I'm kind of enjoying that. It's like the downstairs kind of wraps around this inner outdoor courtyard, like a teeny tiny, I'm talking like postage stamp. So it's like you go in a circle to get from the kitchen to the dining room, to the living room, to my office. And um, yeah. anyway, okay, that's enough interior design um, architecture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was really into it. I was like, oh. <laughs> I know. My I voice map like in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, I, I did do this twice last week, but one of it was last night at like 1130 after which I promptly fell asleep on. And I feel like I christened the place for this. I fell asleep on the floor because I'm on the couch yet (laughs) with a bunch of pillows. And I'm like, oh, I officially live here now. Um, And then we'll go up an hour later. Yeah. Yeah. But so I did do it and I was, I felt pretty poignant last night. Of course it was late. I was tired. Um, But for me, the questions revealed a couple things and really um, came back to, I think, some of the things we've been talking about. But I last night realized after doing them, 
that I need to bulldoze so much in my life because this um, virus that I had, the fact that it, I don't know if I've told people, I don't know, or I told you, I went to the doctor yesterday again, but Mm -hmm. like, I definitely developed pneumonia from it. And they're like, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, this can happen. But usually when a person is older (laughs) or like, it's just really bad. Like we don't know the circumstances, but as they were talking, they kind of assumed that I wasn't a person who didn't take care of herself, you know? Mm. And when I finally said like, look, I moved this past week. I have three kids. I'm a single parent. I own a business. Like they were like, whoa, um, you know, you've got to find a way to take care of yourself when you're sick. Cause that's when pneumonia happens, you know? Right. And for young people. And, um, so as I was thinking about this last night, thinking about the questions, I really focus on how, how did I support my body today? And I realized that like the past probably a couple of years, really, I almost imagine it like I've been growing this very unwieldy garden and like everything's growing. Right. But it's like mm. tangled up. And like, I have some plants that are really needy and, but everything's like all, it's like all viney and crazy. And the plants that aren't needy, but maybe important are the ones that are dying. You know, the ones that mm. aren't getting watered and So the image I had last night was like, okay, I need to just raise this garden. Like I need to just start from scratch Mm -hmm. and figure out what seeds I actually want to plant and what I want to water. Like I got to start over something as simple as, you know, I do group therapy every week and it's been really incredible, especially Mm -hmm. over the pandemic. But I'm getting to this point where I'm like realizing I need individual therapy for a little while in order to deal with some very specific things and like taking on other people's stuff in that group feels like too much. There's so much that is too much. And it's like, okay, I need to figure out how to take back some of this space that I might be able to have instead of just assuming this is what it looks like, you know, and like there's gotta be a way for me to water the things that mean I can you know not get this sick and deal with myself when I am sick it's, there's got to be a way I can't continue to say like oh this is just what happens you know as a yeah. single mom so my takeaway from it was really that I need to bulldoze my unwieldy garden and see what needs to be replanted and go from there. Cause this, the way I've done this clearly is not working and I don't need more messages from my body like (laughs) that. I need to drink more water and eat more food. It's like that those things are so basic. I need to drink more water. I need to eat more food. I need to eat a variety of food. I need to eat more vegetables. Like that stuff is so basic that I need to go back and go tend to those things. Um, yeah. And no wonder I haven't been able to. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense. So, that was me this last week. Oof. Yeah. I, um, I just, I, <laughs> I was a kid who had 
like really terrible asthma until I was almost an adult. And when I would get sick, it would just, it would always turn really serious, really fast because, oh my God, because of all that inflammation. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And like, when you were just saying like taking, taking care of yourself when you're sick, it's like, I kind of had to develop this mindset about sickness that was, let me see if I can describe it. It's like, it's a sense that I've never put into words. It's almost like Mm. I, it was, it was so common that my sicknesses would turn into infections that when I got sick, it was almost like the first part, like the cold, you know, was like, Mm. like that wasn't even the sickness yet. (laughs) And that was the time that, you know, I had to completely like, don't second guess taking the drugs, like take the inhaler, take the, the, in some cases, prednisone, like I was on prescription steroids sometimes. And I would just do this because, yeah, because it was like, even though all that stuff felt so much, you know, especially for a young person, it was like, I know this is going to get worse. And so it became this, like, don't think about, don't think about anything except keeping this, keeping this at this level of bad. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I can't even imagine growing up with this. I know. Yeah, that's exactly right. It is exactly yeah. right what you just said. Keep it at this level of bad. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I this week I um, my need was it was very particular, and I guess also not particular. My need was routine, and I guess that's sort yeah. of vague. But like I, I think I don't know if it was in reality check that I was talking about this, but um, I recently completely speaking of like burning things to the ground I completely erased my whole workout program that I had done with resistance training because I just wasn't doing it and I was like okay this is having this on the whiteboard isn't helping oh my god (laughs) um and so you know I've just been like it's been a little bit scary but I've been just writing workouts based on what I want to do um and it's very empowering to like have the knowledge to be able to do that in a, in a somewhat, you know, systematic way. But, um, but this past week I was like, okay, I need to do my three resistance training workouts because I just need to feel, yeah. even if it's just this one week, I need to feel like I'm in the routine that I want to have. <laughs> yes. I totally and, get that. Yeah. And um, that was my biggest need for sure. And I, and I did it. And it didn't work mm. out, you know, the way that I imagined it would, but that's been like, that's actually been a big, a big lesson for me overall about, you know, showing up for myself in general is like, I need to, I need to let go of how I think it's supposed to look. Um, mm-hmm. And, and have that still count. And <laughs> I know that's so much of what we do at Mama Strong in general, but it's definitely like this if I think back on the number of times that I've, uh, I guess, pushed myself to do something, some exercise or some something just because it's like part of the plan. Right. And now it's just not always what I need. So Mm -hmm. I felt pretty good about that this week. It's been a really, 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 really intense week for my whole family with a lot of appointments and dealing with, I won't get into it, but dealing with this like situation in which my neurodivergent kid was treated really badly by adults and I had to advocate really hard. Oh my God. And it's, I, I know every parent who has done that is like, oh God. 
Um, It's so hard. It's so hard for so many reasons and so many feelings. Um, But yeah, so it's been an intense week, but I feel pretty, pretty together about meeting my need, at least to some extent. Um, And then I did this other really weird thing yesterday that's related to fuel, (laughs) which is that I, so I had to bring my son to this appointment. We're doing this big assessment with him that um, like a neuropsychological assessment that he's actually really excited about. Like he loves the person. I'm like, this could not be better. Um, It's really good stuff. So I brought him yesterday and it's a really long appointment. So I was going to bring my laptop and I'm staring at my laptop. I'm like, how does a person bring a laptop? I used to (laughs) to do this every day. It's been yes. two years since I brought my computer oh my God, out of I the house. Know this feeling. Yeah. You're like, what do I need? And I was like, is what a does a person do? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, wait, I've done this. I look in my closet. I pull out a million bags and I find this like s- stylish, I guess it was stylish for a few years ago. <laughs> Not stylish anymore. I have this like backpack that's also a tote and like, you know, I, oh my this God. is what I used to bring to school. This is what I'd bring to to UMass when I was teaching. I can totally like, oh, picture good, it. Oh, good, it's my laptop bag, yeah. So I pull it out and I'm looking through it. I'm like, what the hell is all this stuff? Oh, and my I start God. going through the bag and I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm excavating like someone else's life right now. This was oh my, my bag. This, this is yes. me. It was yes. so bizarre. I'm looking through this and I, if you've listened to past episodes of this, like this time, two years ago, this was like, I have this like longing and nostalgia for this time two years ago before the pandemic that is somewhat unfounded. And it was really interesting to go through this bag and be like, this person was a mess. (laughs) Yes. And I'm pulling out like so many snacks from two years ago that are just like hardened into rocks. Garbage. I find yeah. it, I don't even know what it was. I pull it out. There's something that has like gone moldy in this bag. I'm like, this is, yeah. how, how did I do this? There. Yeah. And then I pull out, this was the best. I pull out a pill, a pill container, you know, like the weekly pill box. Oh my that God. That is full. Every single compartment has like 20 ibuprofen in it. <laughs> oh my God, Jaya. Are you And I'm like, serious? okay. Yep. So I'm like this person that I remember as like the person I wish I could be again was had a bag full of garbage. And like, when I say snacks, it's not because you should feel ashamed of having snacks in your bag. It's because these were like protein bars full of whatever, like they just, and they've hardened into rocks now. Yeah. Yeah. And then also I was a parent. Yes. And then apparently I was taking loads of ibuprofen every day. So I'm like, okay. Oh my God. Maybe this person isn't quite what I remember. (laughs) That is such a slap in the face. First, I appreciate this because uh, Ella, my 15 year old, she has clinical OCD. And one of the ways it shows up for her is like an attachment to objects. They have like Mm. a life and they have meaning like, and she makes decisions about things that will happen if these objects go away. Right. So it basically a hoarder. Right. So, right she will have bags of like she every year at the end of the year in her backpack she can't throw it away but she's done with it so I have backpacks full and when I dare open them a the smell (laughs) b the like the terror that my child like it's just craziness but I'm like Uh. oh you know but it is that thing and for you 
the, uh, the second part is um, I totally feel that kind of face-to-face confrontation with this part of your life that you idealize so much. And then you get there yes. and you're like, are you, are you touch your toes back into that? And you're like, wait, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> I know. And the ibuprofen felt so important too, because I'm just like, so, and it's related to my need too, which is like, you know, I wish I could be doing the the exact sort of exercise routine I used to do. I'm like, why have I idealized that? I was clearly in pain all the time. Well, and how much is connected to this this idea probably that you had your life under control because you were eating that way. Like, you probably look back at that time thinking like you were more in control because you were, you know, doing intermittent fasting or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder how much your brain is like, oh, I had my stuff together because I was involved in control. (laughs) It's completely that. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was at least some euphoria. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will also end with some food because I know that we need to talk more about food before we sign off. I discovered uh, a great on-the-go situation that has been making me really happy, which is uh, I cooked a big thing of rice, and uh, I love putting butter in my rice, and Mm -hmm. uh, my brother-in-law is Korean, and he's horrified when I say that, but um, (laughs) that, that, and then uh, I get um, uh, these, like, double-steamed lentils, like, they come in a little bag, and they're already cooked. And I have frozen spinach and like a whole bunch of other frozen ready to go stuff. And you like put it together. And so I find that that has been really delicious. And I've been putting different things in it and like sausage and uh, goat cheese, like uh, tomato sauce, like every time. And then I have something to go to and I'm not ordering Uber Eats as much, which is fantastic because I was like in the top 5%. So that is a great marker. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. I made this week, I made a giant pot of, I started to make basmati rice. And then I was like, I looked at this bag of lentils and I was like, I think I could just throw them in. Let's see what happens. And it turned totally. out. Okay. I just cooked them at the same time in the same pot. Oh my and God, it wasn't miracle. even like an instant pot. I know. I was like, I think what? this is going to be a disaster, but it did worked. You up yeah. the, did you up the water or no? I did. Yeah. And okay. I like tried to get the timing. Like I waited. Yeah. Anyway. It worked out okay. And I was like, all right, now I have this giant. But yeah, I, I also have a giant vat of rice and lentils in my fridge right now. That's really weird. See? <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. Well, we brought it back to food and I feel extremely mm-hmm. proud of us. That's all. Same. Um, okay. Well, we will all, we will see you all next week. And hopefully I won't sound like this, but maybe this is my new life. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new you. <laughs> um, And uh, we hope you all have a good week. All right. Bye. Bye.